Welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Worldwide Willis. As you know, this podcast is brought to you by the LMG Podcast Network. And today we have a very, like, feel like you're walking in the first take. Feel like you're walking into Undisputed. You know what I mean? This is the, one of those episodes. We have a start, bench, cut, and I have a great panel with me today. I have Spencer. Welcome. Yes, thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then I got my boy, Pat. What up, man? What up, man? Happy to be here. Be back. It's been a minute. Uh, glad to be back on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we have our panel here where we will discuss, you know, Spencer's going to throw out some names. We're going to, uh, you know, obviously everyone's played Start Bench Cut before. Uh, if you heard our, if you haven't, then go listen to our first edition of that of that type of episode. It was a good time with Averis. And um, yeah, we'll go from there. And then our top five at the end of the episode will be our top five returns, top five favorite returns. And uh, those are always fun. So uh, we, can, we can just get right to it. Spencer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, today I have three categories. So we're going to start with non-wrestlers. So these are people that are in the wrestling industry, in the wrestling world, but they are not known for their actual wrestling. They are known for something else. Okay. Uh, that will make sense when we get there. This doesn't mean that they've never had a match or anything. This just means that primarily they are not a wrestler at all. Gotcha. So, okay. uh, and... For anybody who's not familiar with Start, Bench, Cut, I will name three people, and each of us will have to decide who we would start, who we would bench, and who we would cut. So, nice. um, for the first set of three, we have Michael Cole, mm. Teddy Long, mm. and Coach. Oh, okay, that's an easy... It's an easy cut for me. I think I'm a, so I'll go for it. I'll go. I'm cutting coach. I'm going to start Michael Cole. Just because, you know, he's done outstanding work in the last year to two years um, since, you know, Vince kind of got off his back. And then I'm going to bench Teddy Long. Teddy Long is a great GM, you know, catchy. The Undertaker, you know, the what Undertaker. I mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm a I'm a bench Teddy Long. He's he was a great underrated GM though. Okay, okay. Pat, right, what do you got? Um, mine's gonna actually be the same. Um, I like Coach, but he's very dispensable. I don't think you need him very much for a show. Michael Cole, must start him. Like you said, he's been do done great work this year, last couple years actually, and uh, he kind of is. The catalyst. He's on both Raw and SmackDown now, kind of carrying the commentators. So yeah, yeah, I'm agree with uh Brandon on this. Probably the one and only time this episode, but <laughs> uh, it's unanimous. I agree as well. Um, I'm yeah. going to start Michael Cole. I'm going to bench uh, Teddy Long, and I'm going to cut Coach. Now, uh, for this next one, I would like to first say that these were shuffled. Gotcha. So. Um, these were not necessarily curated. Um, mm -hmm. They went through a shuffle. So some of them will be pretty easy and some of them will uh, be a little challenging. Gotcha. Uh, because this one, I don't know how I feel yet. Mm. Jim Ross. Paul Heyman. Jim 
Johnston. Ooh. That's tough. This is tough. Wow. Okay. Jim Ross, Paul Heyman, Jim Johnston. Yep. Okay. Ooh. Okay. This is almost blasphemy for my generation. But, okay, I'm going to start. I'm starting Paul Heyman just because the versatility. I can. Adam too. I can put him with a wrestler. That, that wrestler is automatically a star. I could put him in the booth when, and then you know commentary. He would kill it. Like I loved him when he was in during that like early two thousands era. I loved when he was he was a commentator. And then also he can do the booking. So he can like he was the lead writer and booker of that like early two thousands you know golden era with Ray Mysterio, Eddie. Like he let the main like real wrestlers do their thing on SmackDown. That's kind of how. SmackDown overtook Raw for a little bit. So I'm going to do Paul Heyman as the starter. I'm going to bench Jim Johnston. Uh, I, I just think he just he just cranked out too many classics. My man was my man was cooking. He was on a hot streak. He was Steph Curry level on a hot streak. And you know what I mean? For whatever reason, he stopped. I, I, don't, I don't really know the details, but my man was cooking. Um, when you saw Jim Johnson, you kind of knew that thing was a banger. So I'm going to – and this may be due to his older age and him, like, winding down and me not, like, visibly remembering every moment during his prime. I got to cut Jim Ross. How to do it. It's tough. Tough. Um, okay, so I'm going to – I'm going to start Jim Ross. Ooh. Uh, simply because that's for those of us that grew up with that era, like that's all of our probably favorite memories are Jim Ross calling him. Right. Um, you know, mankind coming off the sale, off the cell. Um, you know, even people who don't know wrestling know the the bar god, bar god. You know, yeah. <laughs> good God Almighty, that killed him. Yeah, like <laughs> everybody knows that. So. Uh, I'm gonna start Jim Ross, bench Paul Heyman just for the fact that he like like you said, Brendan, he's versatile. You can put him anywhere. Um, and I'm gonna lose some bangers with theme songs, but I'm gonna cut Jim Johnston and just try wow. to hopefully find find somebody else that can give me something close. You gonna you're gonna be out here with some like Logan <laughs> Paul music and freaking <laughs> some trash yeah, ass. It's music. the random uh non copyrighted stuff that you find on <laughs> right. Like the basic default intros you see when you try, <laughs> you yeah. see on a computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yikes. Um, I'm gonna have to start Jim Johnston. Mm. That's he's got. He, that's too much. Like, of course, the, the music guy. Too much. Of course, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna bench Jr. Ooh, wait. Oh no! Oh no! Wow. So yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Wow. The wise man. The wise man's getting cut, huh? But I'm gonna have to cut Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman uh told me he was the goat. Like he let me know he that. He he told me that to my face. Oh uh, yeah, he did. But um yeah, I'm sorry. And I just realized we all went opposite. In, yeah, like yeah. none of us went the same for any of them. That's why you cut Paul, cut the I don't, goat. I don't like it. I don't like it. We I went from to... unanimous to we all, all went 
all went different. Very different directions. Right. Um, okay. For the next category, I have wrestlers that are over 50 currently. Mm. Okay. So I kind of wanted to do like an older era, newer era situation, but I figured just people over 50 and people under 50 just made that easy because it was hard to be like people who are retired because nobody ever really retires. Yeah. Like, right. they're, they're always around. So I, uh, we're going to start with a couple of uh, over 50, like 50 or older are these okay. people. So some of them may still be active. Some of them may not, you know. So we have Triple H, Chris Jericho, Ric Flair. Mm. And this is for like all time full body of work, but also like, you know, in the prime, who would I want to see kind of thing, right? Um, take this how you will. Uh, okay. And I, I feel like you're asking that question because of Triple H's role change. That, and whether yeah. or not you want that to because in my head, I'm thinking like during their wrestling time, but yeah, okay. That's, I mean, that's it, the most simple way, probably. Um, so yeah, and during their wrestling time, Triple H, Chris Jericho, Ric Flair. Wow, the story Ric Flair's time was so different, though. Like, you can't really. That's I mean, tough can, to compare, I mean, but that's tough to compare it to other two. But I mean, for me. I mean, Triple H is in my top five all time. So I got to start Triple H. I have to. Damn, the historian in me is, is having a struggle, having a time. Because I love the territory. I love like watching. I'll be watching documentaries on like the territory days. But you know what? Mm, okay. <laughs> this is tough. This yeah. is tough. That's the point. <laughs> I can see the oh, internal is... struggle. You got the yeah, two people man, on your like, shoulder talking to you. I can see it. Yeah, like my WCW, <laughs> like as a child days, is like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you know what time it is, but uh, okay, uh, okay, I'm going to start <laughs> Triple H bench Chris Jericho. I got to cut Ric Flair. Ooh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I I assume that is. If nothing else, based on your time on Earth, because you were not there for Ric Flair. Yeah, it's tough because I watched a lot of documentaries on like his reign when he was champ and he was like, you know, going from territory to territory, defending the belt against the best of the best and like the stuff he had to go through. And like, ah, mad respect. It's just, yeah, it's just his, it is more, I guess, his style. I liked it, but I didn't get to see like, a versatility of style. It was a lot of like him being the heel, getting beat up by whatever the best baby face in the area is, and then you know sneaking away with it. Which I mean, that's technically what a heel is supposed to do. He kind of started that yep. whole formula, but damn, that's a tough one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, now oh, I got to do this. Okay, uh, I'm gonna start Triple H. Uh, just peeling the fact that I think. Between the three of them, most people want to go see a Triple H match over it. And mm-hmm. like me personally, I'd want to see that. Um, 
And I think I'm going to bench Ric Flair because the, the man was just in his day. I think he's kind of losing it now, but um, he's in his day. He was, I mean, he was the man. Hence, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And he's just yeah. a walking promo. And like you said, the uh, territory day, just going from territory to territory, like Saturday night to Sunday night from Friday night to, so that was, that's tough. So I, I got to give him respect for that. And then, Unfortunately, got to cut Jericho. I love Jericho. I enjoy what he did in his prime and um, what he's doing now. But I gotta, I gotta cut him. Wow. Y two J, huh? That's tough. Love the guy, but he can't. He's, it's too tough. If it's two other people, it's different. Yeah, but like in a different matchup, yeah, he, yeah, he makes it out. Um. So for me, I think. I'm going to have to start Ric Flair mm. because I feel like without Ric Flair, there's a lot that never happens. That's true. I, I think That's that Ric Flair did way too much paving the way and um, like building what, like if it weren't for Ric Flair, there'd be a lot that we love that just wasn't. And yeah. I have to, I have to give that to Ric Flair. Um, and I bench Triple H, and I hate doing it, but I'm gonna have to cut Chris Jericho. Yeah, you kind of don't get Triple H without Ric Flair either. Yeah, it's true because he comes from that. that, Yeah, he comes from that Ric Flair Harley race. Yeah, yeah, that's tough one. That's the tough one so far. Ric Flair, um. Constructed two great fractions in the Four Horsemen and Evolution. Yeah, that's true. It's a fact. He yeah. put his squad whenever, on. Yeah, whenever I saw Triple H and Ric Flair ended up in the same, I was like, oh, that's yeah. Uh, okay, okay. For the next one, we have Road Dog, Christian, Diamond Dallas Page. Oh. Bro, why you gotta do this to me? You pulling in my heartstrings, <laughs> Come on. Um, I'm starting DDP. I mean, that's just like as a kid, I was going to sleep. I was just waiting for DDP. That was my people's champ. Forget the rock. That was my people's champ. You know what I mean? DDP, bro. When he went on his run, I was that was my guy. Like anytime, like anytime he beat Goldberg or you beat one of these dudes who was getting all the push in WCW, I would I loved it, man. Like he was really good. Like he got a lot better as a wrestler. Uh, as a kid, I didn't notice how bad of a wrestler he is, but um, yeah, DDP walked through the crowd, crowd going crazy, throwing up the diamond, a bang. Um, the I, you know, that's why I call it uh, the diamond cutter. I don't really call it the RKO. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm starting DDP. Wait, who's my other options? Christian and Road Dog. Okay. Mm. Now, Pat might know this, but like, since you may have seen it, but Christian been killing lately in AEW. Like, he's been doing his thing. And, but I got to give it to Road Dog. Road Dog just had so much juice, had so much swag, just so good on the mic. He was a good wrestler, too. Um, 
like boys and girls. Like he's just like he was really good. Like that whole thing. Like yeah, he, him and Billy Gunn, one of my favorite tag teams. Um, so I'm gonna have to bench Road Dog. I have to cut Christian. I, I wasn't really interested in Christian up until around like 2009, and then he had a short run and he was gone. So I mean. He was just the the other guy that came out there with Edge to me for a while. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start Road Dog. Um, purely entertainment thing. The dude can entertain like nobody. Uh, and bench Christian just because wow. he was. Mainly, so my biggest reason wow. was is he helped revolutionize like the tag team division there in the early like like late nineties, early two thousands. It was the you know Edge and Christian, the Dudleys, Hardys, like a lot of the stuff we see we wouldn't without those guys kind of thing. Um, and then even without Edge, he did so well with the Intercontinental Title when he went to TNA with Christian's Coalition, winning the NWA Championship. Um, doing all that just kind of revolution everything and road dog kind of did the same with dx and when they rode on the on the the vehicle and the wcw into to nitro <laughs> one of yeah. my favorite moments so they both to me like revolutionized stuff and then i love ddp i love his yoga that's my guy the original <laughs> he had the original cutter um but i'm about to i'm about to cut him i think I, we could do without him jeez okay okay disrespectful all of respect. Uh, I'm going to start Road Dog because yeah, on the mic he the man was too much. It really was. Uh I'm Gifted. going to I'm gonna bench Diamond Dallas Page and I'm Let's gonna go. Christian because I never liked Christian. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, and especially I mean they for me they put Christian in a bad situation. Yeah. Being against the Hardys and the Deadlies, like sorry. Bro, yeah, he was like He's the last guy to get picked. If like yeah. he was playing with your friends, and very you was trying last. To beat, yeah, yeah. If you was trying to reenact that match, you was like, "Damn it, I got Christian." Damn, <laughs> you know, like nobody, nobody wanted Christian, and there's a reason for that. Um, I did like his finisher. Yeah, the unprettier was interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, and, oh, and then, I think it was a kill switch. Yeah, he calls it a kill switch at one point. And there was yeah. one point where his uh his theme song was fire. Oh yeah, it was around it like yeah. Close yeah. your eyes. Yeah. And the truth revealed. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like Christian, you know, he had some stuff, but like, sorry. Yeah. He was he was also there at the time that TNA started kind of taking off a little bit. Yeah. And I think he kind of helped that there. Had some yeah. good matches with Jeff Jarrett and Sting and Abyss and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, smaller company, he succeeded, so that kind of says a lot. But I'm sticking yeah. to my. My my decision. I'm sticking. Wow, right. Captain Charisma all day. That's all my right, MySpace so... name for a while. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we are going to switch categories. Uh, we're going to go under fifty. Okay. So, Becky Lynch, Kenny Omega, Jay Uso. Ooh, ooh! This is a like this is probably the most random of them all. I'm gonna um, make a lot of people mad. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm like, to do is to make people mad. 
Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, I know me, that I, I know how I feel about it. Oh, I already know how Spencer goes. Spencer gonna make people mad. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> everybody. Um, for me, gotta start the man Becky Lynch. Um, she's go level. She's like go level. I still think Sasha's better, but like I've gained a ton more respect for Becky in the last couple of years just because. She's banged out classic after classic. Like she had a great match with Trish Stratus, which is hard to do in a steel cage. Like that's extremely hard to do. Um, and like she's just had great matches with Becky, with Charlotte, with EO. Um, and and there's no better woman on the mic. Like she's the GOAT as far as mic work in the women's division in wrestling to me. So gotta start Becky. I'm going to bench. Ah, yeesh. Okay. I will say, I was late to the Kenny Omega train, right? So I didn't get to see him necessarily in his prime. I, I recognize what he does, and I know he's good. And he looks like a, like he looks like a created wrestler. Like, he looks like somebody you'd create on, you know, No Mercy or whatever. You know what I mean? But... Uh, <laughs> This is tough, bro. This one's a tough one. Um, and he, and then we add on the theme music. We add on the hey, 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 since day one, yeah, like that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. I'm damn. I'm gonna have to bench Jay Uso. I'm gonna cut Kenny Omega. It's tough for me. The bout machine. That's that's one of the that's a gimmick I've always loved. I loved when Kurt Angle did it. When like just the collector of belts, just going out there trying to collect belts. I thought that's that's one of my favorite gimmicks ever, no matter who it is. But I just in the matches I've seen, like I don't know if he's better than Daniel Bryan. I don't know if he's better than you know some of the other guys who's in his generation. I guess Okada might be better than me, honestly. But and I'm not really into the whole when he was younger, he was a little more flippy, you know, Will Osprey ish. Um, so yeah, I'll have to go with that. Interesting. Uh, Brandon and I, uh, agree again. I'm a, I'm a star Becky Lynch. She, I mean, for a while there, I don't think a lot of people gave her enough credit for what she did with the women's revolution, but, um, she literally took a punch to the mouth and it blew up because of that. So give her all the credit there and then Jay's just been on a whole different level lately yeah. and like at Survivor Series when he got on top of the cage and they had that shot of the whole arena doing his yeah. thing I was like okay he's he's got people going and then the dude made Yeet which was popular in what 2014 yeah. brought it back and made it a thing again yeah so Yeet. You know, all due respect to Kenny and you know all the flips and stuff that he does, but uh, I'm about to cut him. It's funny because Pat, if I if we, I feel like if we would have talked to Pat when I first met Pat, he would have been Kenny Omega's start all day. Like he was a flippity Seth Rollinsy type of guy. You know, Shawn Michaels. He's one of those like very like typical white guy. Uh, Except Logan you know, Paul. <laughs> Yeah, Logan Paul, like all those dudes. I don't like Logan Paul. No. I don't. Wow, man, you've changed. Good for you. Uh, gentlemen, I agree. I'm going to start Becky Lynch. Um, 
because I come from a time when women's wrestling wasn't. Yeah. And seeing Becky Lynch do what she's done, I was like, oh, oh, all right. Yeah. Like, this is going to sound really stupid, but like, it didn't occur to me that uh, women could do this at this level because it hadn't been like, I remember bra and panties matches. I remember uh, like mud matches. Yep. Um, I like evening gowns. Women women were props. Yep. And um, then, yeah, like they started wrestling. Like Lita was about as good as it got. Yeah. She was, yeah. Even some of those were scary, though. There's a couple times she went to do the hurricane run, and I thought her neck broke four times. Yeah. Like it still wasn't quite right yeah but yeah like but uh yeah becky lynch she's uh she's too much um yeah i've i've seen jay uso in person you did you went to raw it's facts uh yeah it's uh it's good shit <laughs> and yeah like his his uh his little solo journey it's working it is it's facts like it's uh it's going well for him and i'm not a kenny omega guy He's, he's the, you've been consistent about this. Like I don't, he, I don't know if there are very many matchups where I would have kept Kenny Omega. <laughs> I've had to defend Kenny Omega against Spencer on numerous occasions due to the fact that he's like, I don't see it, I don't get it. Yep, sorry, yeah, I just, I, I don't, don't get it. I don't either. I watched. I think it was like when uh, AW first was on TV. I think it was like the second or third episode, and I was watching the match, and I was like. This is what is getting six stars. I don't, right? I don't see it. I don't understand. Um, and then going back to your point about women's wrestling, I think there's an episode I was telling uh, Brandon here. Back then, people would go, you know, like the women's wrestlers, they'd sell tickets to the fan fest. Like they weren't selling tickets to the pay per view. And I think yeah. now with Becky Lynch and you know Sasha and all of them, like they're people are actually buying tickets because they're interested also in the women's matches, right? Bianca, I'll throw Bianca in there for you. Hey man, don't disrespect, bro. <laughs> you better hope she don't come in, come up as one. Okay, okay. So, uh, for the next one, Shinsuke Nakamura, mm. Sheamus, Orange Cassidy. Oh, God, darling. Kind of easy. For me, this is tough because Shinsuke's latest character has been amazing. He's done some great work lately. Like they've leaned into his like old New Japan character and kind of brought it here where he's all his promos are in in Japanese. It's a bunch of like vignettes and stuff that you kind of saw when we were uh, at Raw. I will say for me, like Shinsuke, his earlier wrestling, I liked more, but mm-hmm. I didn't like his character was just eh. But yeah, like yeah. now, I don't care for his wrestling, but I like the character work. Yeah, yeah, and I think he's kind of making up for him kind of being washed, honestly. Um, I, I, yeah, like in his yeah. match with Ricochet that I watched live, I. In my in my heart, Ricochet was trying his hardest to carry that match, but Shinsuke was not right. contributing a lot. Yeah, it was a good match because Ricochet was doing the heavy lifting. 
He was. He was at that street fight match. So it was yeah, but a lot Shinsuke of ricochet was, shots. Yeah, Shinsuke was really just there. Yeah. I, See, and that's like a said, good opponent for him, though, too, because that's the type of opponents where he can be that the strong style, like, stiff. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know, it's him and Asuka, um, you know, some of the, the wrestlers I brought over from Japan, they don't look as good when they can't be stiff. Yeah, which is that's just how they are in Japan. They're stiff as hell. Yeah, so they really are. You can tell like their matches seem not as good when they go against people that they have to kind of hold back a little bit. But yeah. people they know like that they can just wallop. They they look so much better. That's true. His best match was with Seth Rollins, and he was able to just beat the hell out of him. So, and like I said, it's tougher for me. Like if you asked me two months ago, oh, Sinshke getting up out of here, easy. <laughs> Easy. I knew I've been saying he's washed for years. Um, I'm starting towards Cassidy. I, I, we, I, I knew that. Yeah, I think we know that. Yeah. Um, Cassidy is just a superstar. I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, bro, if he was in WWE, he'd be the number one in merch. His song would be downloaded every time, every day. He his character would would be hilarious, interacting in the backstage and all the top characters. Like he'd be hilarious, but in AEW, they only care about, you know, the indie darlings and stuff. So um, he get, he gets buried. Um, but, yeah, starting Orange Cassidy, mm, I love Sheamus. You know me. I love big, meaty men slapping meat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, pause. Yeah, pause. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to have to go. I love Sheamus, man. Like, Gunther's my favorite. And then hit my favorite matches with his with Seamus. And Seamus, I just love that he like, I remember it was in the pandemic I kind of first noticed it. He was beating the hell out of Riddle. Like, it was like four straight Raws. You know, back then, Vincent Mann would make a match four straight weeks in a row and act like you had never seen it before. And he was just beating the hell out of Riddle. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, and you get, Riddle got to kind of get in his MMA bag a little bit. But going Seamus for bench and I'm, I got to cut Shinsuke. Doing great work now, but Wrestling is just ain't there. Mm. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start Shinsuke. Wow, um, start that's wow. Yeah, start Shinsuke. Uh, I I remember the first time I saw him coming in NXT, and I watched like a little bit of his New Japan stuff, and I was like, okay, I like this guy. And like I've I've wanted him to be kind of where he's at now the whole time on the main roster because he was pretty much already there and built in NXT and all Vince had to do was carry that on. And as we saw during his tenure, he didn't really quite know how to do that. Um, So I'm going to start him, love him, Sheamus um, and Orange Cassidy. Ah, um, I'm going to bench Sheamus. Well, uh, I don't know why you thought about it. But, but. Yeah, like I, I, I'd already written it down. <laughs> yeah, like what are we doing? Yeah, I'm a Ben Sheamus. Um, I just like the physicality, like matches with him and Drew against each other, him and Gunther against each other. Like I could watch those over and over. Um, Orange Cassidy, he he's gonna get cut. He can go help set up the ring in NXT or whatever. <laughs> Put some talent to use, I guess. Whatever he's got. He can wear his little denim jacket and stuff if he wants. Put his hands in his pocket, whatever. Just you know, just not on uh, on my watch. 
Uh, you have no no sense of humor, no creativity. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Shinsuke is hilarious. You just don't know what he's saying in Japanese. You just got to translate it. It's wild, man. Spencer, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to start Seamus. Okay. Uh, you know, big meaty man. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to bench Orange Cassidy, and I'm going to cut Shinsuke. Let's go. Mm. Mm. I knew. I knew Spencer. Spencer's always tapped in. I think Shinsuke gives you more than than Orange, but okay. What are you talking about? Orange gave you what great title? What's the next one, Spencer? What's the next one you got? (laughs) What what great title range Shinsuke gave you? I'm not all of them. Like he, but he has more. He has more um, potential to do it. Than Orange Cassidy could. See, you say potential. I say facts. Shinsuke's, I great title Shinsuke's right? reign with the NXT Championship was good, great. Uh, and he no unfortunately got it. hurt. It's no, it, they should. It's a really good one. Um, when he had the Intercontinental Championship, it's it's like it was in Vince's Ass. era. Has had he give Shinsuke the U.S. title? Right now, he'd make it better than what it is now. Who's even who even has it? Logan Paul. See, that's what I'm saying. Hey man, that's a that's a business decision, <laughs> strictly for business. But I'm saying, yeah. Orange Cassidy, if he came to WWE right now, he would kill it. Yeah, setting up the ring in NXT. You're right. Oh my god, <laughs> that's exactly how he would. Act like that man didn't put up classics, man. Disrespectful. None. The only classic he put up again is probably the ring. As an AEW show because they can't hire a good enough ring crew. Go watch Will Ospreay versus versus Orange Cassidy and Bro, you'll I'm learn not, something. I'm not wasting time out of my life. Life's too short to be doing that stuff, bro. I'm probably going to have to do it when they come because I'm going to the AEW show and whenever they get here, when, when they come to San Antonio. So I got to take my nephew because he likes that stuff. So I'm up high. I probably have to sit there and see that. Might probably go to the restroom, but. That's my bathroom. Get popcorn break. Jeez. Oh it's god. Um, we're gonna change categories again. Okay. Stephanie McMahon. Mm. Mean Jean. Okay. Bobby the Brain Heenan. I gotta start, Stephanie. I mean, there's really no explanation. I need needs to be had, right? I mean, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> no, that's that's self-explanatory right there. To this day, I, I wear that out. To but, this uh, day, <laughs> um, yeah, starting Stephanie, benching, um, Bobby the Brain Heenan, dude, could, dude was amazing on the mic. Mean Gene, sorry, bro, you were you were cool, but. People remember those because the macho man randomly walking around you <laughs> awkwardly. <laughs> like, they don't, you know what I mean? Andre choking him. Yeah, like, those, it's usually the talent. Whereas Bobby the Brain, it was like, he made the talent. He 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 brought the attention to him. He was amazing on the mic and as a manager, so. Okay. Um, I'm going to start Bobby the Brain. Uh, rest in peace. Yep. Um. He's just, like you said, good as a manager. He's also good on commentary. Um, if you have the opportunity, I recommend uh, finding some of the years where him and Gorilla Monsoon were on commentary together. Yeah. Absolutely hilarious. 
Um, and then bench, bench Stephanie, mainly for her like front office stuff. Cause I feel like she's got a really good like mind for that stuff. Yeah. Um, keep her around for that. <clears throat> and then on screen talent. Uh, I think she got better the older she got when she was oh, younger. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. she was younger, trying to cut promos and be that the boss bitchy kind of per- thing, and I was like, I don't know what he believes it. But then as she got older, you could like, oh shit. Yeah, okay. she's she's like an executive. Yeah, slapping the taste out of people's mouths. Like you could feel it. Like she would slap somebody, and then I'd sit there on the couch, feel it. Like what the? That yeah. hurt. Um, and then unfortunately. Love the guy to death. Got to cut me and Gene, though. I think you can find a backstage announcer pretty easy. Yeah. Love him, yeah. though. R.I.P.? R.I.P. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right, That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Huh? Um, uh, I agree with Pat. Uh, I'm going to start Bobby the Brain. I'm going to bench Stephanie. And I'm going to cut Mean Gene. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's tough. That era was tough. You had to be back there, and yeah, like you said, you had to deal with like Macho Man, like creaming the crap, and like <laughs> red, <laughs> randomly yeah. walking around you. Yeah, you're like trying to like, hey, Macho Man, I, I need to talk to you. <laughs> He's just walking around you. And then the Ultimate Warrior. Oh yeah, like he had to deal with like weirdos, straight up. Oh yeah. weirdos. <laughs> like, that's, like that's what it was back then. Yeah, just yelling. <laughs> All right, and so uh, we segue into uh, back into another category. Uh, we're gonna go Mick Foley, Stone Cold, the Macho Man. Ooh, does Mick Foley come with all of his characters? Yes, because all of those were in the ring. Okay. Okay. I'm not even gonna waste time on start. I think we know what time it is. Stone Cold. Um bench. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> um bench. I got Macho Man's my guy. That was one of my favorites from the beginning. Um character work, the in ring. My man used to write down every, every sequence of the match, like down to a down to a T on like what would happen. And dude was just amazing. Uh career was a little shorter than you would think. But killed it. Even when he was in WCW, he was doing doing good stuff. So when Elizabeth um and my man was doing all these great things with Hulk Hogan hating on him the whole time. So um gotta bench my man Macho. If 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 my if Stone Cold wasn't in the same category, I would start Macho Man. But I got I gotta cut Mick Foley. I, I liked him. Thought he, you know, he obviously gave you some great characters, gave you different wrestling styles. He could do the extreme stuff, he could do the the funny comedy stuff. But yeah, just and, and Mick Foley's just a good person. Exactly. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. He's smart. He doesn't hate on the new generation. Like he's good. Sacrifice his body and his health. Yeah, like he he did whatever it took to make the fans yeah. happy. He put himself on the line. Like he Yeah. Uh... Yeah, that's what makes this so tough. It's like, like you hear it and you're like, oh, this is obvious, but then you're like, man, how do I keep the third guy? Like, right. Can he be my sixth man? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go the same as, as Brandon though. Uh, I went back and forth a lot trying to figure out a way to put McFoley in there, but not against these two. 
yeah, Stone Cold and 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 the match are just like basically interchangeable, honestly. But start Stone Cold, bench Macho, and uh, cut McFoley. Uh, I agree. I I have to start Stone Cold. Um, I got to bench the Macho Man because I'm today. I'm going back and watching Macho Man stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, yeah. it's so good, bro. It's the Slim so Jim good. stuff, like, they're trying to redo the Slim Jim stuff, and they should just replay the old Macho Man commercial. Honestly. Yeah, they should. That was the best one. Like, that's the only one, and even, that's one that non-wrestling fans know. Yeah. They know that. Yep. Okay. For the next one, we have Booker T, Batista, Kane, Ooh, this is going to be interesting. Um, as a melanated gentleman, I am going to select. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go with my boy Booker. Booker T is one of my first like favorite favorite wrestlers. Like I'd be watching WCW, and it'd be like the fourth match on the card randomly after like a commercial break, and you see this black dude with his brother. You're like, oh, okay, hey man, that one black dude got talent. Like he can be a dude, and then a couple like a year or so later, then he started getting little matches, getting a little U.S. TV title, and and I'm just like, yo, this dude's the one. You know, he's more athletic than all the other guys, and uh, even though the other dudes was hating on him, NWO and all of them was hating on him backstage. Dude killed it. So I've been a Booker T fan since day one. So got to go with him to start. Uh bench. I got to go Kane. He just gave me too many moments. He just gave me way too many moments. And he's more in my generation, whereas Batista got really cooking a little after I left. Uh, but his theme song kind of, it made me question some things. I listened to his theme song. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to start Kane, uh, mainly because growing up, anytime I played a wrestling game, I was picking Kane. Um, he wasn't quite my favorite, but he was up there. It was like Undertaker than him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always wanting to pick Kane. Anytime I, I did the creator player and then did when they when you could do the entrances, yeah, it was always Kane's entrance. It was always the the fire or like when I you could go to the ring and do the the fire from the ring. Um, I always picked that. So I'm gonna start Kane, bench Booker T, uh, the five time, five time. <laughs> five time um just his commentating character wise i'm not the biggest fan of it's funny but it's sometimes like, crack it duck, duck. yeah like i'm like bro what are you saying <laughs> what are you talking about um but he's just so entertaining i love him um yeah. and then batista i like batista but i like drax a little more so i'm gonna cut him let him go do his thing in hollywood <laughs> um and he also just didn't like uh, his world heavyweight title run. I can never remember how exactly long it was. It just didn't like feel like it impacted or did anything. I don't know if it because it followed Triple H's long run with it. Um, yeah. But it just like there's one match I remember is just it was him and Undertaker at WrestleMania. That's the one I remember probably the most. Yeah, probably that one. Um, I also dock him some points for for landing on the power bomb. Like you, 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 you six something. You can't be 
you know, giving people. Oh, that's uh, more power, though. That's like no, it's more power. That the only person I've seen that does it well is Keith Lee. Everybody else, you need to be. If you're that tall, you need to be dropping them from Kevin Nash style. Like, oh, well, Batista's not that tall. No, Batista's probably a little bit taller than you, Brandon. Like, that's tall. I I don't think Batista's taller than Brandon. Batista. Batista height. I'd give Batista like 6'4", maybe. That's tall, though. But not like Kevin Nash. That's not Jackknife tall. Yeah, Kevin Nash was like 6'11". That's true, but I'm like... Like, He's a 7-footer. He could have played at Arkansas Tech, to be honest with you. like, (laughs) But... (laughs) My thing is okay, yeah, he's six four, two eighty nine. That's still a good size. And oh, my yeah, thing he's, is, he's a big boy, but yeah, like yeah. he's not. Yeah, yeah, like he, I, I could see him throwing people down, but yeah, like the the sit down. No, I'm not a fan. Like Gunther's looks better than his did. You know what I mean? And they're the same size. You know, Gunther, so it's just, Gunther's like six eight though, six nine, isn't he? Gunther's six four, two really seventy. Yeah. Gunther's not that tall. I thought, I thought Gunther was like at least six, seven, six, eight. Interesting. No, he's a little I bit taller also, than Triple H. I also thought he was taller, but I, maybe he just looks big out there. I think he's six, yeah. He might be six five, but I yeah. think I think I think you're right. He's six four. Yeah. So it's like, but his power bomb is like down, like that's shit, like mm-hmm. he hit the back of your head type of stuff. Whereas Batista was like, ah, well, here you go, <laughs> you know. It was just like, yeah. all right. Um, but he said did have that moment where they had a thumbs up and then yeah that, so like that was his thing for a while yeah Batista did have a good spine buster oh, oh yeah spine buster nasty. Was nasty that that should have been his finisher yeah yeah. Don't catch, yeah don't let him catch you with that spine buster yeah, he take you up and around <laughs> and then yeah. straight down yeah, yeah. Um, um I agree with Pat uh, I'm gonna start Kane. Uh, I'm going to bench Booker T and I'm going to bench Batista. Uh, Roy is going to be pissed. You going to cut Batista? Yeah, I'm cutting Batista. Gotcha. Yeah. Because, I that... mean, when I think about Batista, like, honestly, to me, he was the weakest one in evolution. Like, he was the one I cared right. about the least. Yeah. Probably right. Probably right about that. Um, whenever it came to like that time period and you know how there's always a big three and there's a fourth person that's just kind of over here. Yeah. He was the fourth person. Like it was John Cena, Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar. And then Batista was, he was there, but yeah, it wasn't a big uh, three. Yeah. He didn't reach his, the heights of his other people in his like class. Um, the other guys kind of reached like. Omega Hall of you know, like Hall of Fame level, Batista Hall of Famer, but kind of by WWE standards. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, his entrance fire. Entrance was like, fire. Yeah, entrance was fire. I give him that. And uh, he had the look. Dude was stressed oh, down to the T's. Absolutely yeah. had the look. Had his the back look. tat was thick. Yeah, like he had everything you need. It was just, yeah, it didn't always translate. And yeah, the the finisher was tough, but. No, he's really he was good. It's just that's a tough category. Booker T and Kane. All right, so we're gonna go back to uh the next category. So we have AJ Styles, Solo Sokoa, Xavier Woods. Oh, okay. 
Uh, this is pretty easy. I got. I think I got this one. I got this one. I ain't gonna lie. I got. Some, uh, it's gonna be a hot take. I'm not gonna hold you. Oh, uh oh, <laughs> oh no. Um, starting Xavier Woods. Um, I think Xavier is the most underrated. Like, lit- when they say, you know, some people say like, who's the most underrated re- wrestler? Chad Gable. I'm like, bro, he's not underrated. Everyone knows he can wrestle. Everyone said he can wrestle. He just doesn't get in much time. But he's not underrated. Like, he's on TV every week. He's literally known for being a wrestler. Um, Xavier Woods, to me, is the most underrated wrestler. He's a good character. He's known for the stuff off the, you know, out of the ring, you know, all these different things. When he gets in the ring, his moveset is up there with anybody. Like, the stuff he be doing, his one of his finishers is a roll-up. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love that. He Yeah, like, it's creative as hell. It's like, no, who, no, who does that? Who? Who calls that their finisher? You know what I mean. He does a nice elbow off the top. He uh, has some has some really cool like off the rope stuff. He jumps off like the side rope to do his elbow. Um, he's just really good. He can, can go with anybody. I wish they'd let him and Gunther go a little longer because their matches are always good. But like Xavier to me is like the most underrated. I feel like if he wouldn't have got hurt during that King's uh, King of the Ring run, he would have really showed people. Um, but yeah, I'm starting him. <sighs> this is tough. I, I'm not an AJ Styles guy. Me and me and Pat have went over this a thousand times. Back in the day, we used to play um, WWE 2K, and he picked AJ Styles. He used to piss me off. Whoopie. <laughs> yeah, because no, I'd beat the dog out of you. No, whoopie with the Pele kick. I catch you with that Pele kick, and it was a wrap. AJ Styles is a little overrated, but I'm not a solo fan. So I'll I'll bench. I'm not excited about either one of these, but I'll bench AJ just because I've seen him have good matches, especially with like John Cena, especially when he was younger. Like now he's kind of washed. But um, and then <laughs> and then uh, your solo is just like solo. Like I said, Umaga, great value, Umaga. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind I'm kind of good. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm going to start AJ Styles um, and not necessarily on his uh, WWE stuff, but more so when I first saw him was in TNA and I feel like he kind of put that brand on the map, carried it from the beginning, made it what it was. And then they're like, well, we're not going to pay you what you deserve. And so he's like, all right, peace. And then went to New Japan, formed a Bullet Club, got big there, did all he could do He didn't do there. form the Bullet Club. He was a part of the Bullet Club. Get your facts right. So you be trying to give people extra championships. <laughs> they didn't earn. Uh, uh, anyway, he ran New Japan. Uh, ROH did the same thing. Then went to WWE. And I remember, I think, Willis, I think we were in, no, we were in uh, in the dorms. Yeah, we were in the dorms when we watched the Rumble when he came out. Oh, because yeah, the, the right. music played. I mean, you and I looked and we are like, who is that? And then AJ Styles comes out and I like popped. The biggest yeah. pop I've ever had. Um so yeah, big AJ Styles fan. We'll start him. Bench uh, Xavier Woods for the same reasons that the brand said. Very underrated. He was a high school wrestler. I don't know what level he got to. I think it's all state, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but very underrated in the ring, out of the ring, creative as as fuck. Honestly, very entertaining. Um, promo skills are really good. I like how he holds the microphone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unique and it's just like it's one of my favorite things. Um 
and then I'm gonna cut uh um I don't remember who the third one was. <laughs> solo, solo. Oh yeah, solo. Yeah, I'm gonna cut solo. I like him. I just don't think he's he's done enough quite yet. Uh, yeah. And also, I kind of just the other two guys that he was with kind of kind of hurt him. Okay. Yeah, I think once he starts getting on the mic like he did in NXT, I think it'll be better for him. But he kind of honestly, he's like basically like, all right, what are all the Samoan moves? Okay, I'm gonna do all those, and that's it. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Spencer, what you got? Uh, Brandon, I agree with you. I'm going to start Xavier Woods. I'm going to bench AJ Styles, and I'm going to cut Solo. Nice. Uh, gentlemen, I have one more for you. Okay. Rhea Ripley. Mm-mm-mm. Brock Lesnar. L.A. Knight. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's... <laughs> Tough, bro. This might be the hardest. Mm. I think I have a hot take. It's not gonna make a lot of people happy. (laughs) Are we surprised, Pat? Are we surprised? (laughs) No, that's my sole job on this. We're gonna switch it up for the last one. Spencer, you go first. Oh, oh, of course. Okay. (laughs) Um, I don't think people are gonna like this very much. I am going to. Start LA night. Ooh, okay. Uh yeah. like he I I have not seen anything I don't like from him. Right. If yeah. everything I've seen, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm gonna bench Rhea. Uh-oh. Ooh, okay. okay. It's a okay. similar situation. Everything I have seen from Rhea, I love it. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Um, everything. <laughs> <laughs> My lord. My lord. <laughs> um, and yeah. Uh, Brock? I... I remember not liking Brock back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know, me and my youth and, you know, him being out there fucking people up. Uh, right. the, the F5 is today one of the best moves, in my opinion. Like, yeah. there's no way around that. Uh, yeah. Brock Lesnar is one of the, like, powerhousiest dudes we've ever seen. Yeah. Like, the, the man was out there just fucking people up. Facts, man. Like, bro, the way he had people landing on them German suplexes, bro. Yeah, like he was, yo, like it, it was. <laughs> like, like, Brock, you're gonna you're gonna kill that man. Yeah. Right. Like, whenever Mick Foley said German suplexes shorten careers, Brock's Germans are who like th- those are the Germans he was talking about. Yeah, that's Facts. Exhibit A. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like. And that's the thing, like, I really liked watching Brock's matches. Brock's selling is not talked about enough. Agreed. Uh, Like, Brock... Because that's the thing, like, as big as he was and as menacing and as often as he was just throwing people around and, like, hurting people, like, he should not have been able to sell as well as he did. Yeah. Uh, But... I'm singing Brock's praises as I cut him. Because <laughs> right. yeah. he's this this is a hard matchup that he's in, and 
Yeah, any two, other one, he doesn't get cut. Yeah, right. but like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, Rhea, boy. Uh, <laughs> but also, I've seen like. I the one time I saw Rhea wrestle in person, I was pissed that she did not wrestle. Like she, they didn't let her cook. They didn't give her more. Yeah. I, I wanted the one thing I wanted was for her to have more time. Yeah, because she she was out there like only getting started, and yeah. I was here for it. Yep. Like she had me locked in because it, you know the whole uh, like her on the mic and interacting with people and mm-hmm. all of that is great. Um, even the random shit she does on Instagram is great. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like again, everything, all of it, yeah. I like all of it. And, um, yeah, I don't like it, but I'm going to have to cut Brock with these mm. two. I'm going to have to cut Brock. Interesting. Off to an interesting start. All right. Pat, and y'all know, y'all know, I don't like the new people. I'm not. Oh, that's true. Like yeah, I have a, true. I have a bias toward the people from my day. That's true. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. Off of that, I'm gonna go LA Knight. I'm gonna start LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, I love everything. <laughs> the man he basically forced WWE to to do what they're doing with him right now, which I love. Yeah. Um I'm gonna bench Brock. Wow. You know, I was going to call it. I was going to be like, Pat's going to cut the woman. I already knew it. It's not. A, it's it, it's it's tough because I like Rhea too. But I for me, like her pom- promos, they're not great. They're good. But sometimes they feel a little forced. Like, to, I mean, it could just be my opinion, my thing. But it, I for me, it doesn't feel like it's comfortable for her. It feels like she's still just trying to memorize and recite them rather than like speak them if that makes sense mm. so that that's how her promos sometimes come across for me um but brock is it's brock he's can do it all he can from selling if you need someone to just go lay somebody out for no reason brock's your guy mm. um if we're gonna fight a war with the aliens i'm choosing brock to fight an alien Um, so and like his promos aren't great either but they're entertaining as shit like when he was cowboy brock i remember seeing him in when they came to san antonio and the whole arena popped for brock coming out and then i also want to see him and gunther go at it that would be i'm hoping that's wrestlemania I, I, i hope so i would love that they don't even need the title on the line just just let them let them go yeah um so yeah, that's my I'm gonna bench Brock and and cut Rhea. Sorry, mommy, but wow, uh, I'm not surprised at all. That Pat is the one to Stop. cut the woman. Stop. Uh, I don't hate surprised. women's wrestling. I enjoy women's wrestling. Yeah, the fact it, that you have to say that if she's in any other group, I, I didn't. I just start Becky Lynch. Brandon. You started Becky Lynch. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, of the options. I'm glad I have a third person now that. Letting people know that Brandon's throwing me under the bus. I'm just saying, bro. It's it's just a little wild. Um, yeah, I'm starting Rhea. I think I've been a Rhea fan since the May Young Classic. Like I was just like, all right, this girl's a star. 
And Pat, I would agree with you if this was two years ago. This was 2021 when she was with Liv. It was definitely forced. It was like you have a heel persona or a look, but you're trying to be a baby face and your your promos aren't fitting. Your your matches are good, but you're not quite there yet. But ever since she's gotten to the Judgment Day and with Edge originally and now with Finn and Damian and Dom, she's like knocked everything out the park. If she's given the, the Dom thing, that was kind of an accident. She knocked that out the park. She... The mommy thing came out of nowhere. She knocked that out the park. Now it's like T-shirts are selling everything. Everybody calls her mommy. When we went to the live show with uh, Spencer and everybody, like the crowd was like, she was talking shit about other people. The crowd was like, mommy, mommy. You know what I mean? Like as a baby face, you know what I mean? And like even now, when she was in the uh, in the ring with Randy Orton one day, the crowd was popping hard, uh, harder for her than they were for Randy. Um, she's just a superstar. The girl, when she comes out, in uh, her entrances at Oregon, like the girl's just a superstar. Uh, she can wrestle. She had the probably the match of the year potentially with Charlotte. Um, she can do it all, and her and her promos are good. And the fact that she's like the leader of the Judgment Day and be like making handshake deals with Paul Heyman and the Bloodline, and you know what I mean, kind of running stuff with the with the Judgment Day. That's just dope. She's top two. There's not really no better superstar in the men or women right now than Rhea Ripley. Uh, L.A. Night. I'm benching. Uh, eesh. Okay, let me <laughs> let me slow down. Yeah, you just uh, yeah. let me slow down. Um, y'all know this for listening to the, the podcast, which I appreciate. I'm an L.A. Night guy. You know, I've been an L.A. Night guy since back in the day. But if I like, if you choosing like, I actually watched uh, L.A. Night promo today when he was having a promo with Roman. And I mean, in most of his matchups, he's either done well or he's lost. Like he's either like hung in there or he's lost. With the Miz, the Miz ate him up. Uh, Roman, Roman kind of took it easy on him. Uh, I will say they set him up nice when you know Roman came out, held up, held up the belt, and the LA Knight came out. That was really nice. But Brock is just the best. Brock might be the best big man of all time. Like he's up there with Taker. Then like he's just the dude is top tier. Um, like you said, that, I remember that match with him and Daniel Bryan. Like that's like top tier big guy stuff. Like he was selling crazy. Um, so I'm probably gonna bench Brock. I'm gonna cut LA Knight. It's tough, but I never thought I'd hear it. I didn't either. Yeah, I know. But it's that, a tough matchup. That, that matchup, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a tough, tough matchup. But not I love Spencer. Rio, but I like the other two better. Yeah, we know that. We already know. Stop, Willis. <laughs> we already know why. Trying to make me out um, to be the villain. Trying to make me out to be the villain. Uh, well, good job, Spence. You gave some really good options yeah. there. Shout out, props. Yeah, and uh, we will continue this series with uh, start bench cut. Let us know what you would do on each and one of those scenarios. But all right, to finish out, we will do our top five returns. So our top five favorite. You know, wrestlers returning, coming back. Those are always exciting moments. Those are usually the most watched wrestling videos, honestly, on YouTube. Is the re- you know the re- return and the crowd popping. Um. All right, Pat, you go first. Top all five. Right. All right, we'll, all right, all right. So we can go. Uh, we'll go five, five, five. You know, et cetera. All right, got you, got you. Okay, so uh, my number five is uh, Shawn Michaels returning 
in I think it was oh two or oh three. Yeah, he came back as like part of the NWO or whatever. Oh yeah. Had that feud with Triple H and after being away for however long it was like eight, nine years maybe. Yeah. Um came back after that time and then I remember what um I was like from old VHS tapes, uh for those who don't know who that is, go ahead and Google that. Uh, or what that is, Google that. Um like old VHS tapes that my brother had and watching him wrestle and was like, Man, I'm glad I'm mad he's retired to when he came back and I got to watch him wrestle um was was incredible. So that was my that was my top five. Okay. Okay. Definitely enjoyed I'm definitely a I like Storm Michaels uh when he you know accepted Christ as his Lord and Savior. Uh I like that Shawn Michaels but his, than his second career. Yeah than his first Shawn Michaels. But no I appreciate that. Um I'll go number five for me is Edge coming back in 2020 the Royal Rumble. Um I was shocked. I did not expect that. And uh you know that music when it hits I mean especially when you don't see it coming. Uh, you think you know me? Like, crowd went crazy. Um, and that was one of the biggest pops I've seen at Royal Rumble in a while, a long time. Um, so, yeah, that was a really fun one. Edge looked great. He, you can tell he's, like, taking it in the moment just because he hadn't been back in so long. Um, so, yeah, number five for me in 2020 Edge Royal Rumble return. Okay. Uh, number five for me, the – this came to my mind, but I don't know if it was a return or if it was just a rebrand. Mm-hmm. So you may have to correct me on this. Okay. Um, when Stephanie was introduced as the GM mm. in, oh. in 2002. I, I want to say it was a return. I feel like it was a return. Like, I feel like Stephanie was gone for a minute. And then yeah. uh, she she came back as the GM because... That was grown ass Stephanie. That's that what I'm was saying. that was after the procedure, Stephanie. Yeah, yeah, like because Stephanie before that, I Stephanie got on my fucking nerve. I was like, get her out of my ring. Yeah, I don't want right. to hear her. I don't want to see her. She's just loud and annoying and like getting on my nerves. But yeah, when she came back with the "I'm all grown up" music, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. All, all right, like, Stephanie. Who did her? Like Foxy Brown, somebody rapped her, her Jackie. Oh, yeah, it was somebody. Yeah, their themes music. It was fire. It was fire. Um, yeah, but yeah, because I remember, yeah, like I didn't. Stephanie wasn't cute or anything, <laughs> and then yeah, she came back looking correct, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, do I, do I like Stephanie? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lots of questions. <laughs> yeah. I feel something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like I, I cannot remember if that was truly a return, but in my heart, it was. Yeah, I feel like it was. That that lines up. Yeah, it might have been a little bit of both. Like one of those, like they went away for a while, returned, and decided to rebrand at the same time. Yeah. 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 Because I remember, like, I I respected Stephanie too. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I like it. All right, Pat, what you got for four? Um, my number four was uh Bray Wyatt at Extreme Rules. Was okay. It? Yeah. 
a year, two years ago? It was last year. Last year? Yeah. Yeah, that was my that was my number four. Um, I think uh, at that, but by the time he returned, I think everybody kind of like figured it out. So yeah. it wasn't like a big, huge surprise, but it just like the way they did it um, was really cool to me. Yeah. It's, I really liked his theme music too. It kind of like built. Yeah. And it was, it yeah. was like the, the drums hit. I was fire. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. Um, okay. Number four for me was the in 2000, Stone Cold came back in Backlash. So, like, The Rock was dealing with, you know, Vince McMahon and Triple H and all them. And Stone Cold, I guess the week before, he had, like, dropped the thing on their limo or on their car, and it, like, exploded. Or was it their trailer? I think it was their trailer. And it, like, exploded, but he hadn't technically come back yet. And so uh, at Backlash, remember Backlash used to have a nice little swinging thing? Yeah, back when they had the cool set. Yeah, yeah, bro. I saw a video of that. I was like, damn, I miss when they used to have a nice, spent money on the set. But um, that was when he officially came back from getting hit with the car. Or Akishi. But uh I did it for the rock. Yeah, I did it for you. For our culture. <laughs> um but yeah. Spencer, what you got? Uh number four, I have Chris Jericho coming back. Um I wanna say it was late two thousands. I remember Randy Orton was in the ring talking about passing the torch. And oh, that one. Okay, yeah. 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 See, I, then, I that was one of my honorable mentions. Like, wasn't I was going back and forth. I was like, was that a return? Or was that just like, yeah, that was a return. Yeah, because I I feel like Chris Jericho had been gone, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like the little torch bearer was running, and then he got like knocked the fuck out, and you just see the back of Chris Jericho, and I was like, <laughs> oh shit, it's Chris Jericho. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was short hair, Chris Jericho, right? Yeah, he debuted yeah. the short hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the light up uh, jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Uh no, I think it was before that. Was it was the one before, before that. One? that. Yeah, yeah, it was the one before that. Oh, one. okay. That gotcha. was the one where it was like the code, and they all yes, the, it was a code breaker up for Jericho. Oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. And it was like save us, Y two J. And that's then that's right. how Raw ended. Was just him like on the top of the stage. He didn't say anything. Didn't really like do anything. And just Raw yeah. just. And I was like, it was super powerful. I re- I remember like not being able. Like I w- I was yeah. It was yeah. it was a wild time for me. Uh, <laughs> I remember feeling that one. So yeah, yeah. that's what's up. Might have to watch that. Rewatch that one. Um, yeah, number three. Uh, yeah. your it's Edge at Royal Rumble. It's the one you already mentioned. Um, gotcha. Just like like you said, you didn't expect him to come back, mm-hmm. and then just hearing the music, it was just like holy! Sh-. Like I was in shock for like two seconds right. and I came back and I was like, okay, here we go. And it's just like that whole rest of the rumble was like re-energized. So I think up to that point, it started kind of lull. Yeah. And then you hear the music. And then after that, I was like, okay, what the fuck's about to go down now? Kind of thing. Right. So yeah. Edge at Royal Rumble 2020 was my, my number three. Nice. Nice. Number three for me is actually John Cena. It was in 2022. It was a 21. I can't remember. But uh, John Cena came back for Money in the Bank. So this is kind of the first time John Cena had come back. I think it was 22. This is the first time John Cena had come back to, like, wrestling in, like, years. Just because he 
wasn't there during the pandemic era. Uh, he did the the match with um, Bray Wyatt, but hadn't been seen since that point at 20, 2020 to 2022. And Roman had just beat, I want to say he beat, I forgot who he beat that match, but he's like in the ring saying like, acknowledge me. You know what I mean? I won, blah, blah, blah. And as soon as music hits, crowd goes crazy just because we had not seen. And that I think that's when it turned from like, you know, they used to be like Cena sucks or you suck or all that stuff. It just completely turned to like, no, nah, we love John Cena. We haven't seen him in forever. Like we took him for granted when he was here. So, um, but no, nah, that was a really good pop. 2022 Money in the Bank. Yeah, that was a good one. That's when they were doing the whole after Roman's match, they would have yeah. like, reveal his opponent was yep. as a return or whatever. They did the same with Brock. Yep. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, my number three is after Kane buried the Undertaker alive. The Undertaker no, coming back after that. Yeah. Um, okay. Because I think that it was. I can't remember if it was American Badass or uh, Dead Man Inc. who got buried, but mm-hmm. when he came back, he came back as Dead Man Undertaker. Yeah, WrestleMania yeah. 20. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that was good shit. Uh, and yeah, Dead, Dead Man is not even my favorite Undertaker. But Oh, that's yeah, my favorite, hands down. Yeah, mine too. This is a hot take. Which one did you like the most? Evil Big Evil? I like Dead Man Inc. Oh, I got you. I got yeah, you like it, it was uh, it was real brief. Yeah. Uh, he didn't have Dead Man Inc. for very long, but it was the perfect combo of both. It was yeah. American badass adjacent, yeah, like with some of the Dead Man sprinkled in, yeah. And that was when he was you know boxing. And, oh uh, yeah, there, <laughs> he's had I, a few different like. Yeah, was that when like, he still had the long hair right before he cut it short? No, that was when he had short hair. Okay, so American, American Badass, Badass is when he had long okay. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh American yeah. Badass is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, like this was this was a nice in-between and it allowed him to like be himself but still be the Undertaker, if that makes sense. Yeah. I remember I want to say he got eliminated by Maven in the Royal Rumble during this during yeah. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. he fucked Maven up. Yeah. <laughs> he really did. Like that's the one where he him and Jeff Hardy had that ladder match, right? And he Yeah. Damn near killed Jeff Hardy, and then he rose, raised Jeff Hardy's hand, and like <laughs> patted him real hard on the chest, almost caved his chest in. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, I like that one. Uh, number four, my number four. Uh, seen that Royal Rumble 08. It was after he tore his bicep, I think. And so mm-hmm. there was like, and it was the first, very first time he came back early from a, uh, from an injury, which we found out later on that that's just what Cena does is his injury status like length is not like everybody else's yeah um and just like I remember the shot I can still see the shot his music hits camera goes to the tunnel and he's like looking down yeah looks up like yeah holy shit yeah type of moment uh I think that was like an 08 uh, that Royal Rumble in New York the last time they did the side entrance at New York at the garden yeah uh, I, I think I like the regular, but for some reason during that one, it really worked. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's that's my number four. Um, oh, we're on number two. 
Oh, yeah, sorry, oh, yeah, yeah, for two. Yeah, for two. Yeah, right. Gotcha, gotcha. Because um, it was funny because me and <clears throat> Spencer used to watch Royal Rumble sometimes, and we watched that one. That was a really good one. Yeah, like a bunch of like old people coming. Like, oh, yeah. Rowdy Piper. There were a bunch of old people in that one. Yeah. Bob Backlund and all kind of random people. Um, okay. Number two for me is CM Punk 2023. CM Punk coming back this past Sunday. Wow. Or Saturday. Wow, bro. I didn't think I know I didn't think CM Punk would come to WWE because I just didn't think they want to deal with him. But at the end of the show, like the copyright thing comes on. Yeah, everybody knows when the copyright thing comes on. We have to go to black. Like it's time to shut off the lights. And then that music hits. Speaking of which, I was out yesterday, and I'm just chilling. I'm t- eating. His music comes on, bro. I'm, I lost my mind, bro. I was like, <laughs> I'm trying to pay attention to the conversation. Meanwhile, I'm like singing the song. It was rough. Um, but no, that 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 comeback was really it was really well done uh, in Chicago too. So yeah, it just had everything about it. Okay. Uh my number two has already been discussed, uh age twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah. How I how I know a comeback is is different is when I didn't care about that person. Yeah. But that comeback, like when I when the music hit, it like it hit me different. Yeah. Cause Edge's theme song is one of like it might be my favorite period yeah. in WWE. But mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I saw that, like I wasn't supposed to feel anything. Yeah. But yeah, when it happened, I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Oh, like I, so that that's how I knew it was a uh, it was a big deal. Yeah. Because it uh, like I didn't, I, I Edge was not in any of my favorite lists. You know, I will, I will shit on Edge's spear all day long. <laughs> His hug, flying yeah, hug. Yeah, just a very generous. Uh, yeah. Like I can't even call it a takedown. Yeah, like it was. <laughs> but, I feel like it was better before he like really hurt his neck. I feel like there was a couple times he hit Cena with it, and it was like, oh shit, really? Yeah, or like yeah. maybe before that, but got real safe there at the end. Yeah, very gentle. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But yeah, Edge. That that that. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. And uh so yeah, that's uh that's my number two. Mm-hmm. Pat, what you got one? Uh it's already been discussed, but uh Taker at Mania twenty. Uh Ooh. mainly because like growing up I only saw him again, like I on VHS and you know, YouTube or whatever, I saw him on as as Dead Man. Yeah. But like other than that, it was always the biker game. It was American Badass, it was uh Dead Man Inc. Um and so when he came back as the dead man and at WrestleMania 20, it was, um, it was really cool. And it was, what's crazy is it was actually like thundering and lightning here, uh, when during that pay-per-view. So it was like, and it, his entrance and everything, like a flash of lightning hit and his entrance started. And I remember just like, yeah, the Druids and the whole like classic dead man yeah. entrance. And it was, uh, that was really cool. Cause He's my favorite uh, wrestler, so that's my that's yes one. <laughs> yes. hey, you've never said that before in your life. Like, yeah, I have. Stop! Don't even play me, bro. You've never said that. Don't even Ever. play me. I have uh, multiple times. Stop, Brandon. You know where I stand. 
Golly. The goat. The, the absolute goat. The goat. <laughs> People today no. still go to him on what they should do in their matches. Like, come on. He's not even the goat of his generation. What are we doing? It, yes. Companies he, are trying have WCW had Sting to try to be like Undertaker. TNA had Abyss to try to be like Undertaker. Companies are trying to find an Undertaker. When companies are trying to find somebody to do what you did, you're a goat. Bro, it happens to all the other people. Everybody tried to find the next Rock. Everybody uh, tried to find the next. And I mean, the Rock, Stone Rock's Cold. a goat. Stone Cold's a goat. Undertaker. That, that, Bro, that makes you hey a man, goat. All I know is, hey, nobody wants 2000s, to find the next Orange Cassidy. Stop. Early two thousands, <laughs> when it was like SmackDown's coming to your town, it was the Rock, and it was Stone Cold on the on the marquee. They <laughs> Takeover was like a we know he's top tier, but well, Takeover cool. still hurt. Yeah. Most of the early 2000s. Nah, no, take man. Stop with us. What's your number one? <laughs> Before my man's where Stone Cold took off, I'll get you. But once Stone Cold took the company in 98, it was a wrap. Uh, um, all right, number one for me, one of my top five ever to do it. And this is one of my game changers. This is, this is what I like, the, the switch flip for me. Triple H coming back. When he tore his joint, whatever in his leg, he came back in Madison Square Garden. The quad. Oh, no, yeah, it was a squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came back in Madison Square Garden. The the game music, bruh, spitting out the water with the denim. The denim. Yeah. And and that my guy got big because when he tore his He was so big. A little big. Yeah. But then, like, when he came back, buddy went. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Bro. That like I think it was two thousand two ish. I want to say it's twenty two thousand two, but like that whole year he was just he won the Royal Rumble that year. I think I remember when he came out in the Royal Rumble because Stone Cold was in the Royal Rumble already. He had eliminated a bunch of people. He was even looking at his watch like, all right, when's some competition gonna come in here? And then Triple H muted the kids and they get into it. They go one on one for a while. Crowd goes nuts. Yeah, that was just a, a great return in general. But that moment. It was one of the best moments. Like I think, because apparently, like he was supposed to be a heel coming back, but the reception he got from that was like, "Oh yeah, your baby face," you know. So I have the same number one. Um, nice. Like it, it, Triple H, two thousand one. Like it was, it was too much. I, I lost my mind so much that my mom had to check on me. <laughs> That's like, no, good one. Yeah, like yeah. I. And again, I didn't care about Triple H. I didn't fuck with Triple H. Like I wasn't, I wasn't worried about. It. I did not mean to react that way. Right. Yeah. My mom came in there. I was like, "Oh my god, Triple H is back." <laughs> I I was like, he was not. I mean, and I wasn't very old when this happened, but right. Yeah, like it. It shouldn't have been that impactful, but the fact that it was with like no prompting. Right. I yeah, that was that to me. That's that's the greatest comeback I've seen. Thanks. I remember watching that live. I was wild. Yeah. I was going crazy for like, no reason. No reason at all. See, I remember that, but I I didn't remember it like as a as a huge pop or if it was like a big return type of thing. If that makes sense, like I remember him ha- ha- like returning from it, but I didn't remember it as like a big like. Like a like an edge at, at Royal Rumble or like a Cena at, at Royal Rumble type thing, but it now that y'all a, are talking about it, it's coming back and it, yeah, yeah it, it was 
It, it was, was like on Raw, of, right? Yeah, yep. it was on Raw. They had a little uh, homage to him early, like a little uh, montage about him earlier, like what he went through, him training, him lifting. And they was like, coming up next, Triple H returns. And I was like, all right, bet. And then when See, he hit. I crazy. missed that. I don't remember being warned. Oh, gosh. I just remember it happening. Like, I just remember yeah. hearing his music, and I lost my mind. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why, because I feel like if they would have just let him return without having it, I think it would have been more of, like, a a big, like, a shocking return instead of just, like, hey, he's here already. Just, like, letting it happen, like, in a, like at the end of a match or something. I think um, people just were, like, going, his master square guard, and he missed a key part of, like, that whole, like, invasion, all that stuff. Like, he wasn't there, mm-hmm. right? So, like, people were like, oh, shit, like, we, I think before they were like, oh, okay, this is just the guy that's always the villain to Stone Cold, Undertaker, and, and The Rock. Like, that's just, he's just always going to be a villain. You kind of take it for granted. But then when he was gone, it was like, damn, like, <laughs> like we missed this guy. Yeah. Um, I think he tore it in a tag team match. It was him and Stone Cold. Yes, bro. Against Undertaker and. Two-man no. power trip, bro. Yeah. Killed me. It was it was It, it, uh, it might have been. I yeah, Ben Juan. I know. Jericho. I just know it was a tag team match. Oh, yeah, Ben Juan Jericho. He yeah. should not be named in Jericho. Yeah. Um. And bro, that was one of my favorite tag teams of all time. To this day, I was pissed when he got hurt. But um. But yeah. Oh, Pat, did you get your number one? Yeah. It was, Mania? Yeah. Sacred Mania. Yeah. Sacred so Mania. I have a kind of an honorable mention. I want to okay. get y'all's thoughts on this one. Uh, Sting it. Uh, Survivor Series in 2014. Was that a return, or we count that as like a as a debut? Because technically, like at that point, WCW and WWE are one thing, right? Right. Um, and so is he returning to like just in TV in general, like to wrestling in general? Because he was with TNA before then. So right. like, is that is are we count as was that a return or is that him as a debut? Because if that one was huge. That one was very much. It was huge. I guess technically, since he didn't come over with the invasion, technically it's a debut. But yeah, I, I would say debut. I wouldn't call it. It's it's hard to call it a debut. Yeah, yeah, I would say debut just because it's his first time on WWE television. Like it's the first yeah. time we had ever seen him. You know, what I mean, that's kind of why Triple H acts so shocked and all that stuff. Yeah, but but no, it was a great moment. Um, I saw that a couple weeks ago because uh, it wasn't in a match with like Seth Rollins and yeah, somebody. it was like Team Authority against Team Cena and Dolph That's Ziggler, right. like the lone, like the last survivor, or whatever. Yeah, and they missed on that teams. push of him because they could have yeah. put Dolph to the moon there. Yeah, he was true. hot. He was hot at that time. He was. He was like sixty, but it was fun. Um, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. <What> the- <laughs> <laughs> Stop. But better than Orange Cassidy. All right, you just had to throw that dig in there. You just <laughs> had to. Um, but all right, fellas, I appreciate you um, jumping on with me for another Star Bench Cut. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, hit us up on social media, LMG Podcast on Twitter, uh, Instagram. Join our Facebook group. Um, yeah, hit us up. Let us know what you think. But until then, we out. Yeah.